Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Now he's making room. He gets to the 50. He gets to midfield. He gets to the 40. What an athletic display by Trey Ford. He's magic. He is the magic man of the Canadian Football League right now. He's got a line to the net. He'll come in. The shot scores! home for great stories, local heroes, and everything you need on the Oilers and Elks. This is Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins, brought to you by James H. Brown and Associates, Alberta Injury Lawyers, the heavy hitters of injury law. Game three of the World Series, Rangers leading the Diamondbacks 3-0 in the bottom of the fourth, looking around the NHL in the third, Panthers up 2-1 on the Bruins, Hurricanes and Flyers 2-2, Penguins lead the Ducks 3-2, the Kraken leading the Lightning 3-2, second period, still no goals between the Red Wings and the Islanders, Rangers and Jets in a 1-1 tie as Blake Wheeler is back in Winnipeg, Blue Jackets lead the Stars 2-1, Early in the second period, Dallas is here on Thursday. That's the Oilers' next game. Coming up later, Chicago at Arizona and the Golden Knights at 8-0-1 entertain the 5-2-1 Montreal Canadiens. Monday Night Football, 6-0 Lions over Raiders. Three and a half minutes into the second quarter. And basketball tonight. Late in the third quarter, the Raptors leading the Portland. Oh, Portland just went ahead. It's as if there's so much scoring in basketball. The score can just change right before your eyes. Portland leading Toronto 72-68. Quick look at the scoreboard for Cougar Paint and Collision, our family helping your family for 40 years. Oilers got the big win yesterday in the Heritage Classic. My colleague Brendan Escott, producer of Oilers Now, host of our Elks broadcast on 630 Ched. And uh, what else do you do? You do read a lot of sports casts. Uh, you work pretty hard. Sometimes you even do this show. Sometimes. Whenever it's... Uh... <laughs> Basically, I just get the tap on my shoulder, and I turn around and I say yes, and then they ask me whatever it is which, they need to be done. Which is an important quality to have in in life and in broadcasting. Well, don't say yes to everything, yeah, kids. I, but yeah, yeah. Just, <laughs> listen, I've had to talk my way out of some situations <laughs> as a result. But moreover, if you're trying to get into this industry or any other, I think the best thing you can do is say yes, and then figure out what it is you have to yes, accomplish. Yes, true. All right. So I wanted to just have you on quickly here, and thanks for staying a little bit later after your show. You had one of the most unique perspectives in Commonwealth Stadium yesterday. First of all, uh, well, I, I, so describe where you were, but I also want the story of how you wound up there, like why you wound up there. So if you looked at there, where there was a ring right in the corner, uh, right next to where the NHL photographers sit, there was about four people, a couple of them NHL social media people, and then for some reason, I was at the end of this row of people in the very corner at ice level for the entire game. So my rinkside reporter spot, which... You know, at an Oilers home game at Rogers Place, I sit next to you guys up in the crow's nest, and then I'll run downstairs and do the walk-off. Well, this time they had me perched outside for the whole game in in a seat that I imagine lots of people would have paid several thousand dollars for. So thank you to whoever made that happen. And 
tell you what, getting to watch that caliber hockey at that uh, perspective, that ice level sort of, like everything moves so fast. My neck hurts today from the whiplash of trying to follow the game up the ice and then the puck gets dumped in. And man, I'll tell you again, the um, there was a huge, I think Evander Kane had both of his monstrous hits happened along the same side of the wall where I was sitting. He crunched Tanov, he crunched Huberto from behind a little earlier in the game than that. And uh, yeah, it was, it was absolutely spectacular. So all five Oilers goals went in right in front of you. Yes, that Jeez. is correct. And one Calgary one. Yeah. That's amazing. I, it left me speechless. I still don't really know what to say other than I'm so grateful for the opportunity, right? I mean, we, we had some technical difficulties in terms of the actual walk-off interview itself. But, yeah, and anybody that was there knows how special the whole experience was. I think one of my biggest takeaways was trying to figure out what everyone was screaming about, and I turn around, and it's just 60,000 people doing the wave. It was <laughs> unbelievable. It, it sounded like somebody was charging the field, which apparently actually did happen, by the way, so. Um, yeah, it was the well, energy. Did, that, I didn't even know that nobody it, got on the no, field. Though. No, yeah. I think the tackling took place before yeah. that. But yeah, just a, a wholesale. I, I think they really smashed it out of the park between the Oilers, the NHL, everybody involved. All right. So I just want to clarify something here. I know you mentioned it with Bob. We, the, you know, the NHL provided the wireless mic <laughs> that you used yeah. for the interviews, which didn't really work. They took down the antenna for their own microphone. That's correct. So, so where was it? So it was, uh, it was, keeping in mind, it's no higher than board level. So you're looking at whatever a board is, three feet or three and a half feet, four feet. Um, so it wasn't super tall. It, we're not talking about the kind of thing that stands up out of a news van in the parking lot, okay? Um, and yes, this was pre-approved and everything was given the A-OK in the first place. And then I guess a few minutes before puck drop or whatever as they're kind of doing their rounds. And our understanding was they actually had spotters and I thought I could see some of them yeah. still like in, like at the top top of Commonwealth, right? Looking down to the board level, um, no coffee mugs, no uh, any off-colored thing that wasn't black or blue. You got in trouble of, like like well before the game started. So, uh, yeah, it's suffice it to say they were highly on guard and then probably didn't understand the impact or the fallout of, of the decision they made. So, but it wasn't of. protruding up above no, the glass. nothing like that. So it, wouldn't have, they, it was so thin it wouldn't have been visible on television. No, it would have been below the boards, but they they were so stringent about Jeez. what could and couldn't be seen for even those that were spectators in the building. I had a coffee from a fast food establishment uh, down at my feet like 45 minutes before warm-up, and somebody came up to me and said, is that off-brand? That can't be here. You know, so they were yeah. they were in full, full-brand well, protection Well, mode. which is, which I, I know, and, and I, I was saying on Chelsea and Chad how we were told, now I guess for Rob and I, it wouldn't have been as big a deal because we left after the warm-up, though part of the warm-up was on TV. Yeah don't wear bright colors nothing distracting and they said yeah don't eat or drink like don't you can keep a water bottle in a bag and pull it like jack and bob could have had something during the commercials but here's the interesting thing so i was in the field house and they had some coffee and water there uh so troy our game day engineer went in during the intermission to get some coffee and goes to walk back out on the field and they were like no and he's like you know, I've already had a coffee today. This is my second one. Well, no, well, maybe if it was in a Tim's mug. But he just had it was he just had one of those generic like paper paper cup, brandless paper brandless cup. paper cup. Yes. And plus Troy, as you know, and I sort of described this with Chelsea, there was a like an orchestra pit, not that big, but a step because Jack and Bob were on a riser right. against the boards, and that's where Rob and I sat before the game. And then Troy was lower down with the equipment. 
So Troy, well, behind us, black screen. So Troy couldn't have got on TV if he would have tried to drink this coffee. He could have like, dressed he like... He would have had to throw it on the ice to get noticed. For sure. He could have dressed like <laughs> Doink the Clown and nobody would have known any different. Yeah, right, right where he was, he could have exactly. been wearing neon orange. And uh, But I respect they, you know, they got to have some rules. But that is... I, that's unfortunate. They took down the antenna they gave us to help broadcast their game. And then, yeah. then the walk-off interviews didn't... Uh, <laughs> Well, you know what? That's a great story to tell my grandchildren. But what I'm going to remember most, without a doubt, is is seeing five Oilers. Like, they came out of the gates, like, just guns a-blazing and didn't really stop. And when it was at that end of the ice, they were filling it with action. So, super grateful for all of it. Hey, I'm grateful. Uh you stuck around. Thanks for hopping on the show. I know you got some work to finish up before you go, so I really appreciate it, buddy. Hey, my pleasure. Thanks. That is Brendan Escott checking in to get us rolling on Inside Sports with his perspective of the Heritage Classic. I'm happy to hear yours or whatever other thoughts you have on the game or life in general at 780-496-0063. That is the hotline powered by CertainTeed, the pro's choice for roofing, siding, drywall, insulation, and ceiling systems. CertainTeed, pro all the way. You can email the show, Inside Sports at 630 Ched. Fun note from yesterday, Vinny DeHarnay gets his first career goal at the age of 27 years and 153 days. So I got thinking to myself, I wonder who has been older and scored his first NHL game with the Oilers. Well, there have been 12 players older than Vinny to get their first NHL goal while with the Oilers. I requested this from the NHL. Two of them came to mind, and they turned out to be the two oldest. I was talking about this on the afternoon with Chelsea and Bryn. Uh, the oldest player to ever get his first NHL goal in an Oilers uniform was Ilya Biakin. Remember him? Put your hand up if you remember him. Leave one hand on the wheel if you're driving. Uh, Ilya Biakin was 30 years and 277 days in the 93-94 season. Yaroslav Pozar was 30 years and 255 days in 82-83. The other players over 27 to score their first NHL goal with the Oilers. I actually was hosting the face-off show and overtime open line for a few of these, including Steve Pinizzato and Ryan Hamilton, both in 2014-15. Back in 0102, Scott Ferguson. Anatoly Semenov was 28 years and 220 days in 1991. Jan Haida in 06-07. Steve McIntyre was 28 and 158 days in 0809. Uh, this guy, not too long ago, I should have thought of him. Gaetan Haas in the 2019-20 season, 27 days, 200, uh, 27 years, 277 days. Leonard Patrell, Leonard Patrell in the 11-12 season. Todd Reardon back in 98-99, and Anton Beloff. In 1314, was 12 days older than Vinny DeHarnay when he got his first goal as a member of the Edmonton Oilers. So there are some names that are blast from the past. I am assuming all of Oil Country remembers all those names, even if uh, really none of them were were stars. Uh, but that's uh, that's I mean Pozar won three cups, so I guess he'd probably be the most well-known player on there. If well, I guess if you're younger, maybe that you wouldn't know that name as well. So because uh, I was think was. Is Dayarnay the oldest Oiler to get his first goal? 
And I was like, there must have been somebody older. And there were 12 people older, in fact. So, anyway, did you, do you remember any of those names, Kellen? Uh, a few, definitely. Like, obviously, Steve McIntyre and, uh, uh, you know, Leonard Patrell, Ryan Hamilton. Those are guys that, you know, I've started my career, you know, doing their games and that stuff. So, th- those are uh, – you had mentioned uh, Ilya Biakin. Yes. <laughs> That's a that's a name for the past. He was a sure. defenseman who I think more played sort of the rover position. And I think you never really knew where you were going to find him. Right. And Anatoly Semenov, I believe, was the Oilers' answer to the Calgary Flames' Sergei Makarov when all of the uh, Russian players started coming over in 89. Uh, yeah, he was in 90-91. Right. So, the interesting list. So uh, along, we're gonna have a fun game here. Let's let's give. Want to give a couple shirts away, Kellen? Oh, always for a couple of canned ham T-shirts. So we'll line up a, a couple of contestants, and we'll do it after the break. Now this is gonna be just a one and done. You either get it right or you don't because it's gonna be fifty-fifty, and then the next person gets a totally new question. Otherwise, the you know it'd be an advantage to go second. Uh, we're gonna do a little game called Who's Older. Seven eight zero four nine six zero zero six three. I'm going to give you two names. Some are sports, some are not. All you have to do is say who's older, and if you're right, you'll get a, a very special edition Can Ham Inside Sports T-shirt. I guess an Inside Sports Can Ham T-shirt supplied by Elite Promotional Marketing. We also have Eli Hetlinger coming up. He's the quarterback for U of A Golden Bears, who are hosting a playoff game on Saturday at five against Saskatchewan for the first time since November fifth, two thousand five. It's been a while since they had a home game. That's all coming up. It's Inside Sports on Chad. Inside Sports with With threats to our nation waiting around every corner. Adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice. Quick strategic thinking is crucial, and with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown, and through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Pete Wilkins is brought to you by James H. Brown and Associates. Alberta's precedent-setting injury lawyers. All right, so that next Oilers game is Thursday. Dallas coming to town. It's going to be a 5.30 face-off show, and the puck will drop at 7 here on 6.30. Ched, uh, we'll have a couple of our regulars on this week. Kelly Rudy's going to be on tomorrow. Luke Gazdick will join us on Wednesday night. And, uh, yeah, like I said, after the 7.30 news, Eli Hetlinger will be on the show, quarterback for the uh, U of A Golden Bears football team, who uh, went 6-2 and two in the regular season and hosts the Canada West semifinal on Saturday against the Saskatchewan Huskies. So it'll be fun to talk about that. Speaking of fun, we always love to give away canned ham T-shirts here on Inside Sports. Here's the game. I'm going to give two names. And the contestant will have to say who's older. Uh, we'll, try, we'll, do, we'll do at least two here. If we have time, we'll do a third one. Uh, we're going to start with, uh, is it Alistair on the line first? Alistair, is this you? That's me. Thank you. Yeah. Okay, thanks for playing. So now, because you were called in so quickly, you're going to get to choose your category. How exciting is that? Nice. So you me. can choose sports, movies, music, or younger people. I gotta do sports read. All yeah. right, who's older? And we'll give you. Well, we don't want to give you time to Google it. We'll give you ten or fifteen seconds. But you might oh, know. Good. Who's Who's older? T- 
Tom Brady or Tiger Woods? Oh, I gotta say, Tiger. Tiger Woods is older. You got it. He's 47. Tom Brady is 46. Uh, About a year and a half, actually. Tiger born December 30th, 1975. Brady born in August of 77. All right, Alistair, you got it. Hang on the line, Kate. Kellen will get your info in a second. All right? Awesome. Thank you so much, Reed. All right. So uh, Alistair gets the Can-Ham t-shirt. Who's older, Tiger Woods or Tom Brady? It was indeed Tiger Woods. We have Kim on the line as well. Kim, thanks for calling. What's going on? Not too much. How about you? I, I'm doing well. I, you're excited to win a canned ham t-shirt, I hope. Yeah, I hope so. <laughs> All right. <laughs> now, uh, you have one fewer category to choose from, one uh, th- than Alistair. Uh, so you can do either movies, music, or young people, younger people. I'm going to try music. <clears throat> You're going to do music. All right, yeah. Kim. For an Inside Sports canned ham t-shirt from Elite Promotional Marketing, who is yeah. older? Mick Jagger or Paul McCartney? Mick Jagger. I'm sorry, Kim. Paul McCartney is 81 and Mick Jagger is 80. Shoot, he just turned 80, right? So, yeah. Uh, Mick Jagger turned 80 in July and uh, McCartney turned 81 in June. But uh, McCartney born in 42, Jagger born in 42. Well, hey, people know I generally don't make these easy. I am a bit of a miserable curmudgeon. All right. uh, We got Jackson. We only got a couple categories left. We got Jackson on the line as well. Jackson, what's going on? Nothing too much, Reed. How are you doing? Good. Are you driving? Uh, uh, safely. Safely, good. Okay, the right answer. <laughs> Thanks for listening to the show, first of all. All right, so you can either do movies or, uh, I guess, child stars who are now a little older, I guess, is the other category, technically. Oh, gosh, I'll do movies. All right. Uh, well, yeah, I think you'll like this one. I don't know if you'll know it, because I don't, I don't think I would have known it, but we'll see. Who's older, Ben Affleck or Matt Damon? Ben Affleck. You know what, Jackson? Matt Damon is two years older than Ben. It's 53-51. Can you believe that? He sure does not look it. I would (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Well, thanks for for playing. Uh, Tell you what, did anybody anybody else call in, Kellen? Yeah, we can put John in through uh, right now if you want. John? John, yes. Okay. Well, John, it's the last category I prepared, so hopefully you get it. How are you doing, by the way? How are you, Reed? I'm doing well. Thanks for playing my, my silly games. I don't know if you knew this. you got to be a little unusual to like this show. Yeah, I'm unusual, all right. Okay. All right. I think you're – I ran this by a couple colleagues, and, and they liked this one the most, even though they thought it was the easiest. So we'll see if you get it. Who's older, Macaulay Culkin or Britney Spears? Oh, my God. I'll say Macaulay, uh, Macaulay Culkin. Macaulay Culkin is 43, and Britney Spears is 41. You got it, John. You get the T-shirt. All right on. <laughs> Hang on the line there so Kellen can get your info. Well, that went well. We're going to do that again. And, yes, everybody, my standards for going well might be different than other people's. Right. <laughs> Eli Hetlinger from the Golden Bears coming up next inside Sports on Chad.